praise the Lord. Um, this is uh, our Debola praise. First and foremost, if you must know, I'm a relationship counselor, a marriage counselor. And I've been dealing with uh, marriages for quite uh, some time now. Uh, based on the call, based on the responsibility God has given to us. I started something, I started sharing something in on my platform uh, about dealing with in-laws and this is basically uh, because I got a call recently and uh, it shocked me that some people can still be this wicked, some in-laws uh, can still be this ignorant, even they won't call themselves Christians because I believe that if you are a child of God there are things you shouldn't do to your fellow humans not talk of your uh, fellow Christian your fellow in-laws whether by brother-in-law sister-in-law mother-in-law father-in-law um, marriage is sweet when you understand the basic when you understand the manual, when you understand the responsibilities, when you understand that marriage is about maturity, marriage is not void of challenges. You know, I started talking about dealing with in-laws, asking, are you struggling right now with one of your in-laws who has been intruding your marriage? Or have you allowed your own parents we allowed any of your siblings to interfere in your relationship with your spouse. And I went ahead to, uh, to make explain how do you, how do in-laws become such a contentious issue in your marriage? Are you the spouse that doesn't understand why your mate has such an uh, anger, resentful attitude? when it comes to your parents' influence in your marriage, when it comes to your siblings' influence in your marriage, uncle, aunt, brother, sister, in your marriage. Now, if I'm speaking to you right now, please understand why your mate is upset. So, that I did last week. I shared concerning the you know, first intrusion intrusive pushy interfering and opinion you know very strong opinion in-laws i always we always upset your spouse because he or she believes that your parents or your siblings are invading private issues that should only be talked about or decided by you and your spouse alone you know as at yesterday when um a bike might call it me. It was so, I, I, I'm not familiar with it, but it called me yesterday. And it was so furious on the bike that they had to share with me that imagine as a graduate, I'm driving bike. I'm not happy about it, but I just finished renting um, an apartment for my family, costing me 150000 during December period at bought rice. You know, one and a half bag of rice, I killed goats, and you know, was sharing concerning how he spent money, even with this bike. 
Why was he angry? Because a third party called him. A third party in the person of his elder sister calling him that somebody else called her that you are the, the brother is driving a bike that they are suffering. The sister was angry with him. Say, what got to that level? Why should now the anger of the sister is not that the, the brother is driving bike, is because the family of the wife called her and to him and to her that is not good. The long and short of the story is it was the wife that told the family, one of the family, that the husband is driving bike. And they started saying some nonsense, thinking they were suffering. So he was so furious that well, you know, I wanted initially I didn't even tell I, didn't, I was waiting for him. I know I knew it was a wife, so I was waiting for him to tell me it was a wife. So when he says it was that I knew it was a wife that you know went only God knows what happened that he had to go and tell the family that we are driving back and you know intrusion. The issue of in-laws is so much important. So if you are wondering why your husband or your wife is always angry, it's not about anything. You know, forced intrusion, pushy, interfering, very strong opinion, uh, opinion in-laws, they are always upsetting. If you don't get that, now there's a problem. Secondly, I said last time, your made views, your unwillingness to stop this intrusion into your family as a betrayer if you are the man that is doing this if you are a woman that is doing this it's a betrayer so the question is now your mate believes that every time you take your parents or your sibling side or do nothing to stop your parents or your siblings any of your siblings intrusion you are betraying your vows and I don't know where you are hearing this from. I don't know which part of the world you are hearing this from. But as a child of God, there's a covenant in place. There's a vow that was made. Unfortunately, these days, people don't even uh, reckon with vows again because they believe marriage is about contracts. Not talk of those that even give a damn about uh, whether they're married or not married. What they just want is to have children, have a companion, uh, they're sleeping, you know, having benefit for each other, meaning just having sex. But marriage is a covenant. Marriage is about vows. So, betrayal is one of the deepest offenses that can you know, ever be inflicted upon the hearts of your spouse. This betrayal will create tremendous hunger and will drive you and your spouse further apart with each infraction. So the question is, what should you do with this intrusion, intrusive in-laws problem? You know, a woman called me, I shared it last time also, I said, imagine the junior brother will come home and then we expect I come home late in the night. Junior brother, and even junior in age, because of this stupid mindset about tradition, and expect her to cook, wake up and cook, and the brother will not do anything about it. The junior brother will insult the wife. The brother will not do anything about it. The mother-in-law will come around. The brother will not do anything about it. It's, it's that's the height of betrayal. 
So what should you do? As I started talking about what should you do with an intrusive in-law problem. Number one, I said last time, ask yourself that question, this question. Is there really a problem? So every, every husband and wife must come to an agreement that there is a problem. Don't forget I said when your husband or your wife when is always upset about your parents, your, your siblings, uncle aren't coming around and then you know your privacy also always disturbed when it comes to decision making, when it comes to opinion, you know, they do a lot of nonsense, they do as if they don't agree there's a there's a problem. What should you do with in-law problem? Agree there's a problem too. I said last time discuss God's plans for in-laws and I shared from Genesis 2 verse 24 therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and you know the rest of the story I made it you know, plain what the Bible talks about the word leave and join the word leave is one of the strongest Hebrew word meaning to forsake leave behind let alone or abandon the word join is another very strong word in the opposite direction. It means to stick like glue, pursue, or hold fast to. So God is giving you a direct command to cut the cord with your parents, with any of your siblings, and be glued together as one with your spouse, thus creating a new family structure, independent of all others, creating a new family structure. Independence. Now, you no, know, I think last there was a time we sharing concerning in-laws, and somebody said, "No, now, uh, can you cut off?" I'm not saying totally cut off. I'm talking about your spouse comes first. After God, the next person is your spouse. You still relate with them. It is not they are not your enemy. But don't forget. And I, I'm sure I, I don't know which part of the world you are hearing this from. You know, they say blood is thicker than water. As in a family, you know the people that. But in this case, according to scripture, the blood of your spouse should be thicker than any other blood, meaning he or she should come first. He or she should come first. So it is important, I said last time, consider. You need to consider. Have you abandoned your previous way of relating to your mother, father? Are you more concerned about their own, your, their, their parents, your siblings, favor and respect, or your mate's own, or your spouse's own? Have you forsaken the influence of your parents' opinion, or are you still controlled by what they think about you about, or about your spouse? If you are guilty of this, more importantly, have you pursued a relationship with your mate that supersedes the one you have with your parents? Many homes today are in serious chaos. Many homes today have serious problems because of this. And unfortunately, because many don't understand. And unfortunately also, many don't know. Nobody's teaching them. Nobody's telling them, no, this is not as supposed to, as supposed to be. Many, no, many don't know. Many are they're not informed about these things. And there's nobody to really tell them. That's why I want to beg you by God's message. As you are hearing this, help us share. There's a, you know, uh, help us share this content so that when people, the people that need to hear, hear it, they are relieved 
they are taught, they are informed. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Many are not knowledgeable of these things and they just do it anyhow. And then a lot is happening in their marriage. Many marriages are going to divorce right now because of this thing. So number three, you need to set reasonable boundaries line. Now the next step in resolving in-laws issue in your marriage is to set reasonable boundary lines that both husband and wife agree upon. Now what do I mean by boundary lines? They are predetermined limits that you set. So both husband and wife knows what will be allowed in regards to their in-laws. Now God has set you need to know God has set national, moral, physical boundaries to give us guidance and protection. So I'm sure if you check Numbers 33 verse, verse 37, Exodus 20 verse 14, Joe 26 verse 10, God always have boundaries for things, whether natural, um, whether natural things, whether moral things, whether physical, physical things. God always sets. It. So let me give let me give an example of in-law boundaries. You must set informational boundaries so both knows what information will be shared with your in-laws. Share with your siblings, share with your parents. There are things that is meant for two of you. There are things that is meant for only you and your spouse, not the extended, not your parents, not your brother, not your sister, not your uncles. This boundary will keep you from disclosing information to your in-laws that your spouse desire to remain private. Now understand many conflicts arise between uh, married partners simply because this boundary is violated. Now, according to scriptures, certain information should not be shared with anyone. In Proverbs 25 verse 9 says, say, debate your case with your neighbor and do not disclose the secret to another. So you must also set time boundaries so that both will know how many time will be spent at the in-laws house, how much time they will be in your home. Sometimes husband and wife fight because the in-laws are always over at their house. Sometimes some of them will just come unannounced. So setting time boundaries is, is, is paramount, is important. Because if you don't set boundaries, you can't have moments for yourself. Or your spouse is daily at your parents' home and not taking care of responsibilities at home. You know, I have I've had series of series of um, marriage palava, marriage issues whereby the, the 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 wife is always going back to her parents and and you know to the extent whereby even when the husband started cheating, she didn't even notice. Always my mommy, my daddy, my mommy, my daddy, my mommy, my daddy. And then, unfortunately, there was no fruit of the wound in the marriage that the husband got another pre- person pregnant outside. So, setting boundaries goes a long way to help between you and your spouse. Boundaries like you must set decision-making boundaries so that both husband and wife understand 
they will make the decision in their marriage without having to consult the in-law first. Or once the decision is made, you should allow your mind to be changed because one of the in-laws voices. You shouldn't allow your mind to be changed because maybe your, your parents or one of your uncles or brother or other brother says, you, you know, says no, I don't like this. No, for the fact that you have decided that this is what is obtainable in this home, this is what you want, nobody should be able to change it. Boundaries like, you know, set boundaries concerning the discipline of your child or your children so that the standard you set at your home are not con- you know, contradicted when they go to your in-laws home or when they even come around. You know, I've had situations also where people will go to somebody's house and they, they will be telling them, no, don't do like this. And then, is it the husband or the wife with France? I would say, no, this is how we train our own children. So you must learn to set boundaries in every aspect. You must learn to sit down your husband to set boundaries. Because if these boundaries are not set, communicated, upheld, it creates confusion for your children and conflict for the couple. The couple. Additionally, conflict occurs when the spouse refuses to correct their own parents for violating this couple's boundaries. Finally, the fourth one. Don't forget I said what should you do, what to do when with an intrusive in-laws. Don't forget what I'm sharing now is dealing with in-laws. Number one, consider by asking yourself this question, is there really a problem? And I'm sure the answer is yes, there's a problem. Number two, discuss God's plans for in-laws. Number three, set reasonable boundaries line. Set boundaries in every aspect in your home to protect your home against in-laws. Set boundaries. Number four, communicate the boundary. Now, once you have agreed with your spouse concerning what the boundaries will be, then you must communicate that information to your in-laws. This can be done when the issue comes up or when the need arises. For example, when you drop off your children at the in-laws home, remind them of your rules for their behavior and what they are allowed to watch on television. If there are specific things you are trying to address in the children's discipline, ask the in-laws to reinforce your decision. Or if you have made a decision that the in-laws don't like, communicate that you appreciate their concern. But the decision was carefully weighed by both of you and this is what you have concluded is best for your children. You know, I found out that it's best to have the blood relation communicate your desire with his or her own parents. So you could begin something like this. My wife and I have decided, or my husband and I have decided, then your parents know this is unanimous decision. So communicate your boundaries. Let your in-laws know this is what is binding in your home concerning your spouse, concerning your children, concerning discipline, concerning decision-making, concerning every aspect that this is what is binding in your home. Not the way you are trained, but this is what your husband have come to agree together and this is what we will do. So communicate 
the boundaries to them. So the question is this. Because of my time, let me just quickly rush this. Okay, you have set boundaries. There's a problem. You have put on set boundaries in place. You have agreed. Number five, what happens if your spouse does not respect the boundaries? Once you have set the boundaries for your in-laws, you must keep to them. But if one of the marriage partners violates the agreement, then the whole process breaks down and send a double message to the in-law. And I've seen this happen every now and then. This, we have set the boundary as a man. Your wife is still doing something else. She still leaks your, the information to your, your family, thereby, you know, bouncing back at you. Sometimes, sometimes they come and then say some things to you. Your wife, yes, apologize. Sometimes they don't apologize. So, what do you do? So, in addition to that, in addition, for, you know, failing to keep an agreement with your spouse is a violation of your word and ease or her trust. Now, you must realize if you violate your mate's trust, you have betrayed your vows. Many people today don't understand. When we talk about vows, when we talk about covenant, they think it's just a joke. Many today are in serious problems. You don't, you don't you break your vow. You are committing sin. That is as, as simple as literary uh, as it is. So this is a serious issue and will not be easily resolved. Jesus made it clear that he wanted us to be men and women of our world. Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be you. Mat- no be no. Matthew 5 verse 37. So if we are not men of our own words, then we are no different than the Pharisees whom just said, want said and want say for they say and do not do matthew 23 verse 3. so therefore if you have if you have not kept the agreement made concerning the family boundaries then sit down again with your mate and discuss the issue ask for ask for forgiveness for violating your agreements clarify again your concern and agree together about what should be done then keep your commitment this is the essential if you want your spouse to trust you and your word. When you keep your word, your spouse will safely trust in you. Proverbs 31 verse 11. So I want to beg you by God's mercy to share this content. You need counsel, please speak to somebody about it. You need to talk to somebody. Call. Um, 